When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Playmaker Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie Coleman. Your host, Nikita Monroe-Thomas. And we have our very first interview today, Davon Reed. Thank you for joining us. Um, he's a, just to give a little backstory, he's a 2,000-point scorer at Princeton Day High School in Jersey, 1,000-point scorer at University of Miami, and he's also currently on the uh, Indiana Pacers. So we want to thank you again for joining us and being our very first interview. Most definitely. Glad to be here. Appreciate you having me on. So to get started, um, we're going to jump right into it. What made you choose Princeton Day High School, being that you're from Ewing? What made you choose that school? Um, I don't know. I, I felt like um, for whatever reason, I didn't want to go to Ewing High. No, no knock on Ewing High, but mm-hmm. I felt like I had more opportunity elsewhere. Um, and funny thing, actually, uh, I wasn't even originally applying to PDS for basketball. Uh, the football coach was talking to me for a while, and then um, I just took an interest in the school, started applying to PDS as well as other schools like Solberry um, and Pennington and a few other local schools. And uh, I was strongly considering St. Pat's. Okay. Um, so um, my heart just ultimately led, led me to – PDS. And, uh, it was just a good fit academically yeah. and all that? Academically, um, I don't know. It was just something on my heart because I, I had really, once I decided I wasn't going to St. Pat's, mm-hmm. um, I was pretty much sold on going to Salisbury. Okay. But um, I don't know, something in my heart just told me to try PDS and if I didn't like it, then transfer. Okay. So, <clears throat> so being that you went to PDS and you put up big numbers, um, I'm sure you had a bunch of offers. Mm-hmm. Like, how was the recruiting process? Like, I know that had to be crazy because you was a a really good player. Right. You could have went to any school you want. Miami was the school that you ultimately chose. Like, what um, was that process like? So, my freshman year, I didn't really have any, um, any like, offers or anything, no, no real interest. Uh, interest. Uh, it wasn't until uh, summer after my freshman year I went to this hoop group camp. And, mm-hmm. uh, I got most outstanding player. I got my first offer from uh, uh, Virginia Commonwealth. Okay. Um, so that's when everything kind of started to kick in. But that was the only offer I got over the summer. Um, so that was my going into my sophomore year. And then um, when my sophomore year got around, just started getting more interest. And um, by the time uh, the season had started, I had about eight offers. So. Mm-hmm. 
like West Virginia came into the picture. I got offered by them. Uh, St. Joe's, I think, was like my second or third offer. So schools started to show more interest, and it just was a progressive thing mm-hmm. each year. It just seemed like I just took my game to another level and then another level of so, ba- so ahead, basically, yeah. it sounded like once one offer came in, that's when the other schools started yeah. jumping um, in. The first one was probably it was probably a, the biggest gap mm-hmm. from first to second. But after that, it was just once two came in, it was like two. Yeah. It seemed like a bunch seven, of eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And how did that motivate you from just your freshman year? Like you said, you wasn't getting that many looks to just start to progress so much. All the mm-hmm. work you put in started to really pay off. Yeah, I think um, every summer I just felt like I was just scratching the surface and uh, mm. another level I can take it to. I wasn't, honestly, wasn't even worried. One thing about my my career and the way it's shaped, I, I've never really been worried about, like, like what's going to come from it. Like, mm. Okay. Just, just trusting, like. The process, basically. Yeah, just, yeah. just trusting, betting on myself and, and mm-hmm. just going back to the drawing board, uh, willing to be, like, vulnerable enough to say like this is what I need to improve correct on. correct correct and this is what I need to get better at and uh, I think I just focus on that <clears throat> each and every summer and uh, everything just kind of fell into the place like I, I must say like even still I don't really focus on what my goal is per se I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put the work in and, and so you really basically worried about the progression to yeah, get there it's really yeah, you know it's and, gonna come you just waiting for the and honestly okay. it's, it hasn't failed me yet when I approach stuff like that so mm-hmm. I think that's a good approach that's the approach I'm definitely going to have this approach. summer as well like I know what I want to do but let me just focus on the process yeah okay. whatever, whatever got your name on it is yours already you just got to put the work in right, correct right. Um, so what was that transition from New Jersey to Miami how was that that transition um I loved it. Let me start, let <laughs> yeah, me start off I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Could you Trent, imagine going to school? Born and raised, you know, in Trenton. <laughs> yeah, Jersey, small. But, uh, yeah, that's different. It, Miami kind of just stole my heart, like, mm-hmm. from the beginning. I kind of knew on my visit, like, this is where I want to go. And mm-hmm. I actually got my mom, on my mom's side, my uh, grandma is the only one of her sisters okay. that doesn't live in Miami, never really lived in Miami. All her younger sisters live in Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. My great-grandma passed okay. away in, that, in mm-hmm. her house, like, like. Everybody from Miami except us. So we're the only ones in the area that live in Trenton. So mm, okay. Like, uh, it just felt kind of right. Felt right. Yeah. And so from the visit, you knew. Because yeah. I know I know. at some point you was going on a lot of visits. And uh-huh. it could become time consuming. But it's I, just a part of the process. And I, you just knew Miami was uh-huh. it. I started cutting my list. And then. Uh, okay. Smart. Okay. I cut my list to eight. Like the summer before my senior year. Okay. Um, cut it to eight. Um. And then I was starting to schedule my visits because you can only take five. Yeah, so I, for uh, sure. Mm-hmm. I set up, I took Wake Forest, I took, and I set up Miami. I went to Miami. I had Xavier set next. Um, but I didn't even make it to Xavier. Wow. And, and then I didn't even take my other three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just so, it. Yeah. When you know, you know. Like, Correct. You know, and, and so. I was like, I'm not about to waste time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, exactly. I, I have been watching them. It wasn't just. Out of nowhere, I've been mm-hmm. watching Miami. Mm-hmm. You I see that that was where your game fit the best. Yeah. I think out of all the schools that was looking at, it you. wasn't even just about the game. It was just that underdog mentality because they were beating. Up. I remember the game that really made me like start paying attention to them. It was probably my junior year. Mm-hmm. They beat Duke at Duke. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with them a little mm-hmm. bit. And I knew I had an offer from them, but it wasn't like that yet. I just yeah. okay. let it let it mature. Okay. And mm-hmm. I, I, Another thing I ended up 
really getting close with the assistant coach that recruited me. He was mm-hmm. from New York, Huger, Mike Huger. He's now the head coach at uh, Bowling Green University. So okay. he, um, okay. I got cool with him, too. I just felt a good vibe, man. Everything yeah, just It wasn't forced. Place. No, nothing was forced. Nothing yeah, was that's important. That's important when you're making that type of decision because you knew you was going to stay a couple years at this right. school, right? So mm-hmm. that's important. Any decision that you make, you want to make sure that you're comfortable. And with the transfer levels <laughs> as it is now, a lot of kids are transferring. What advice would you give, uh, like, a recruit like yourself? If you can go back and any, like, mistakes that you may have made or what advice would you give a kid, like, uh, making that decision? Getting ready to commit to a school. Getting ready to commit to a school and being uh-huh. comfortable in the decision that you make ultimately. It's always going to be tough. It's always going to be adversity um, once you get there. But um, I'm sorry. It's always going to be tough. It's going to be adversity. So you can't confuse that with, like, this is just really not the right fit for me. Okay. You know? I would give everybody – I would encourage everybody, like, at least stick it out for two years, you know, because mm-hmm. most people transfer after their second year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I would, you, sure. you need more than a year to kind of give it – you know, let it let it manifest and grow a little bit. So Correct. You kind of mature into um, but aside from that, the specifics, you know, when you should probably transfer or not. I can't yeah. tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm for saying sure. like, don't be so. When rude. it comes to choosing a school, though, mm-hmm. don't just like, oh, I got an offer from a bit this big school. I got an offer from Georgetown, so that's yeah. where I'm going. No, you got to go what fits you. Mm-hmm. Don't just go nowhere for the name. Like, it's not about that. That you want to go where you're gonna have your best career. You make right. it it's about you. Correct. Exactly. Like, Go with some people. Check the recruits that's that's committing along mm-hmm. with you. Like exactly everything, graduation rates, everything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, you got to put all that into perspective. Mm-hmm. You can't just go somewhere just for the name. Yeah, the name it. don't mean nothing. That don't mean it's necessarily for you. So correct. I feel like I definitely took my time with the decision, and it felt right. And I that was the best decision of my life, honestly, going to Miami. So speaking on Miami, I know first two years, did you play a lot? Uh, so my freshman year was the year after they went to the Sweet Sixteens, mm-hmm. uh, won the ACC, Shane Larkin and all them. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that's when everybody left. Yeah, five seniors graduated five and Shane graduate. left. So Correct. whole starting five, six men graduated. Mm-hmm. So my freshman year, I was playing a little bit of everything. I would start some games. Some games I didn't play at all. Mm-hmm. Playing point. I, I'm really not a true point. I can handle the ball, but. I was just doing whatever, and it didn't matter. I was just trying to get on the floor. So uh, we weren't very good my freshman year, but um, my sophomore year is when we we picked it up. Mm-hmm. We should have made the tournament, but we ended up making it to the NIT finals mm-hmm. and lost. Then your junior um, and senior year, y'all made the tournament. Made the how tournament how was that first. tournament experience? Junior year, did y'all? I think y'all lost first round. No, my oh sweet sixteen, sweet sixteen, yes, yeah, senior year first lost round. First round. So how was that sweet sixteen? Getting to the sweet sixteen, how was oh, that man. year? It's nothing like the tournament. Mm-hmm. Like that experience it's, alone, how yeah. did that feel? And bright lights is just uh, different. You can see exactly what the hype is about. Yeah, just to even be there. But we were rolling. We had we had some tough games. Mm-hmm. Our first game. Um, Buffalo, they came yep. out. They that's that same team that was playing this year in tournament. Exactly. They were like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they was <laughs> yeah. good back then. So um, we beat them. We uh, once we kind of got our rhythm, then we had a, a nail biter against uh, Wichita State mm-hmm. with Fred VanVleet, uh, yep. Ron Baker, and them. But we ended up winning that one too. And then we got the Nova who won the chips. So yeah, correct. Just, yeah, uh, we kind of underestimated them. And they were just they were fire. They yeah. Were on us, so yeah, just, yeah. It was clicking. That whole yeah, tournament, it was clicking. Sure. So, how, how do you feel? <clears throat> what's some advice you would give, like, 
kids in the area who, let's be honest, everybody not going to make it to the NBA, but D1, D2, D3 is still college basketball. What can you, what advice can you give them on like picking, you already said what, how you should pick a school, but like, what's your advice on getting it? Yeah. How important education Education is. is, Yeah. Um, you graduated and you have a backup plan when the ball stops bouncing. So what's advice, some advice you can give for those who, for those who aren't going to make the league and you got to pick the right major. So after school, you can be set up for the success. It's one thing if you honestly know if um, it's an opportunity for you to play. Like, not even, forget just in the NBA pro- yeah. professionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you got to make just a you know don't rush. Don't you know you got to kind of just wait your turn and and, mm-hmm. and be real with yourself sometimes. So you know uh, those were, those are for the ones that's um, it's more realistic. That yeah, if it's serious, you know your game is what you're basically saying. Right. Like right. you was able to look in the mirror, like yeah, these big D one schools is looking at me yeah. because I. I can do that. I can um, be, play at that level. So you, you got to really uh, take into what your game is and be mindful and be aware that mm-hmm. maybe div- Division One isn't for you, but that doesn't necessarily right. mean that you can't play at the college level, right. mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah, whatever is attainable for you. And don't let nobody put no limits no on you. But yeah. you got to be real with yourself. Correct, well. absolutely. absolutely. Education, first and foremost, being able to get an education is most important. The world we live in is crazy right now. Yeah, it's only yeah. gonna get crazier. Like it's only gonna get crazy, a college right. degree don't mean as much yeah, as it used to. Yeah, it don't hold but, as much weight as it used to, but it holds some weight. To 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 compare that to not having anything, anything at all, else, like, yeah, that's true. Uh, it shouldn't even be thought about. So I mean, I took it serious. Uh, I mean, why not? Like, mm-hmm. It was easier for me because I went to PDS. Yeah, correct. And I had that that training kind of. When the, yeah, and when that structure. Was, and that structure. For me, yeah. it was more about the structure, just yeah. knowing mm-hmm. when to do something. Really, really, the work work wasn't really that crazy, even yeah. with our crazy schedule. Correct. Just when am I gonna actually take the time to do this? I know I gotta do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard. Holding though, yourself but, accountable. You yeah. think going That's to the, the Princeton Day School like helped you uh, be more serious? Absolutely. You took education way more serious Absolutely. going to university, man. Yeah. P- PDS was. I don't know what it is right now, but it's been ranked as like the 12 best day school in the country. So yeah, like, they've been high for a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Being around those students, like getting a chance to see how hard they're working. Like, yeah. They got more money than me. And, they, and they're and they working because of their academics. Right. Their academics mm-hmm. is right. really, you get what I'm saying? Not saying that your academics was important, but they're going to school. The right. college is getting by their academics. So right. could you imagine to see that right. and knowing that a basketball is helping you right. ultimately reach your goals? It's, sure. it's crazy to even that think about. And, um, what else changed me kind of to just uh, kind of commit to school was um, Harvard was actually recruiting me. And I was actually liking Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a visit. And at the time, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, because they don't do the regular NCAA clearinghouse. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even that I had bad grades. Mm-hmm. He just was like, I can't get you into school right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, where, where you at right now? And it wasn't no knock on me. Any yeah. other school I can get in. Yeah. Correct. No problem. But. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. even if I wanted to go to Harvard, I couldn't right now. So mm-hmm. let me kind of just kick it up a little bit, lock in a little bit more. Yeah, push yourself a little bit more. That's crazy. From that point on, I just, uh, Dean's List every time and just kind of just do one for myself more than anything. Correct. So speaking of Miami, so what was that transition? You was the 32nd pick in the second round, mm-hmm. 2017, I believe. Um, Phoenix Suns, what was that that like being drafted? 
high in the second round. I know you was at All Stars. It's not named yeah. that no more, but right. you was at All Stars. How was that whole experience? Like getting drafted, hearing your name being called. Um, I mean, I think uh, to say like it's something you dreamed about your whole life is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that actual moment, like that's something I'll never forget, and I don't even probably think about it. I'm so hungry that I don't even really think about mm-hmm. it. Like. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. You know, I'm more than grateful for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like I okay, really let's haven't get to work. Even done yeah. nothing yet. Exactly. Like I gotta okay. I got more to prove and like that's mm-hmm. why I'm, I think I'm dedicating my whole summer to. But mm-hmm. as far as that actual day was like like I said, I, I can't even formulate it into words almost. Mm-hmm. Wow. Being around my I felt like I did it right. I would have loved to walk across the stage, but mm-hmm. I sincerely didn't know where I was going, honestly. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was going and I didn't have a suit and everything. You know, that's a forever picture. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 I had yeah. a suit, but I wanted something new if I'm yeah, going to yeah. walk across mm-hmm. that stage. For sure. And it wasn't until the day of the draft, my agent said, like, uh, I'm pretty, I can pretty much guarantee you that if you fall at 40, then uh, New Orleans is going to take you. But I still didn't know I wasn't going on day of the draft yeah. just for that. Like, yeah. So I was around all my family, all my friends. It was mm-hmm. all love, a lot of close people with me. And then. My agent called me after the 30th pick and was like, Phoenix taking you at 32. Mm. So I just kind of just sat down in the hot top chair and I just locked in. and um, Time to go to work. Yeah, I just. I couldn't I just even imagine. Because you've been playing basketball was, since what age? Man, like, I got a godson now. He's like uh, almost two. He'll be mm. two in July. Just seeing him remind me of the pictures that I had. So exactly. I've been playing so, on the court since. Since she was like two or three, so. To hear your name being called is that you just relive all that hard work that you put in. Guys, listen, no, you yeah. got to put the hard work in if you want the results. You get what I'm saying? Devon didn't just wake up one day and become an NBA player. Ooh. He put in a lot of work, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of uh, times he wasn't able to go outside with his friends and have a, a normal childhood because you putting in that work for your ultimate, your destination and your dream. You get what I'm saying? So um, if he's able to do it, push yourself to that level, you can do it. But like he said, you just have to be honest with yourself and be mindful of what you can attain. Because it's all what you can obtain. You can't go by anybody else's path. But yeah. I couldn't imagine being around your family, your, your parents, people that have been with you since sure. day one. I think that was, like, one of the, the coolest parts about it, just being with, being able to. It wasn't even about me just sharing that special moment as a family with, you know, people I love. Just mm-hmm. seeing them out. People that made the ultimate yeah. sacrifice. It wasn't even you. about yeah. just, oh, I got drafted. Yeah. It was, like, a more of a, a family thing because that's something big important to me yeah so we got drafted really all the AU trips practices everything Mm -hmm. paid off yeah I was actually upset that uh like what some of my family members that couldn't be there I was I was kind of upset about that but Mm -hmm. you know what can you do they'll see you on TV they'll (laughs) see they'll see you working yeah but that was uh yeah a crazy moment in my life very thankful for that so, talking about the NBA, uh, I know you're doing work in the G League. Got some time in the NBA. Who, my question is, who so far has been the toughest person to guard like since um, you've been in the league? Last year, uh, probably like my second year, like back off injury. Mm-hmm. It was a road trip. We were in Cleveland. And I had to guard LeBron for four possessions. And, like, I think he scored, like, three out of four possessions, like, just strong, yeah. can't even. Mm-hmm. I'm putting. I'm not weak at all. Yeah. No, no, no. Just like putting weight on, just just shifty, just just too strong, just too. 
Like, that's my favorite player. But in that moment, I'm like, forget him. Yeah, I'm locked yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do nothing with it. So it's like, I got to get that much, you know? I got to take it to another level. Just a little level, level. Yeah. yeah. But it was, what was that experience like to know that? Oh, no, it was, was surreal. Able, your talent was able to put you on a court with LeBron right, James. Right. You know what I'm just, just the fact to even be there was, was amazing. Like, I definitely appreciated it looking back, but more or less for not just you know that's LeBron, but at the end of the day, I'm a competitor. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Right, you're on the court. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. Like, next time he said, see me, he yeah. got, he got running back. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's We're a competitor. Yeah, you know of saying? course, absolutely, hundred percent. Hundred percent. What has been your biggest transition from like college to the NBA? Like, what, what, what was like the biggest? You, what taking, what has taken you aback? Like, you was like, wow. I didn't expect that or something that maybe you did expect and wasn't as hard as it may have seemed. Mm. Like maybe the speed, was the speed different? Um, I mean, physically it always, the game always gets yeah, for sure. amplified from each level, speed and physicalness. But that, it wasn't really the NBA, the, the basketball side, I think. I think it's more like the off-the-court stuff. And mm. The politics That's that you I witness expect. as a mm-hmm. – Growing up, like mm-hmm. it just keep, and it's crazy to see that it take it up all the way to the highest yeah, level. Yeah, correct. It's crazy, um, but it's just an adjustment, and I guess a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just can't worry about all of that. Yeah. I just gotta continue to, like I said, worry about what I need to do to get better and and trump those politics. Yeah, you know? correct. So, yeah, I didn't notice. That it was that much no politics until you really that. see, yeah, yeah, I ain't playing like that. But yeah, I haven't really, you really do see the politics in it when you see people that you feel like are talented enough to play in the NBA, but they just, where do you get a shot at? And and how long do you wait for your shot until you go elsewhere, maybe overseas? Or like, like Devon is in the G League, but he also plays in the NBA. You get what I'm saying? When do you just say, all right, enough is enough, I'm gonna go right. pick a destination? You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, a lot of players get tired of the, the back and forth. But how do you think the back and forth has helped you as a player going from the G League to the NBA? How do you think that helps you? Uh, it's definitely helped me. I mean, any opportunity to play, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the G has, has a lot of talent for sure. Yes, for it's sure, just, for sure. It's just a, a level of uh, organization and, and, and depends on, like, each team is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes the game is very similar to the NBA game, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not just depending on the teams and all that. But it's some talent in the G, so definitely being able to compete and working in game. Each and every game is important, but I just know that's not where I want to be. No disrespect to them. No, no, hundred percent. I mean, some people that for them that's that's making it. That's yeah. cool, and that's mm-hmm. all right. Like, even like I said earlier, I haven't done anything in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I made it to the NBA, but what does that mean? I need right. I need to prove myself and prove Correct. I belong there. Correct. So I just use it more as I take all the what I've learned from it, both good and bad, this year. Mm-hmm. But I know that's not. That's not where I strive to be, and that's mm-hmm. not where I want to play. So, just coming back next year, knowing that I'm not looking to do that, I'm not going to. I'm playing in the NBA. Correct. And playing NBA games. And yeah, that's the mindset you gotta have. Right. So, from what I hear, this summer is a big summer for you. So, most definitely. Um, I know the season just ended a couple weeks ago. When do you plan? If you're not already in the gym, when you plan? When do you plan on getting back in the gym, heavy and getting at it? We were in the playoffs, so mm-hmm. um, sorry. We just finished up not too long ago, but uh, this was a long year for me. This is my first year healthy, right? You know, yeah, as a professional. Yeah. So I know you. I've been going injuries, back and yeah. forth, playing in G League games. Coming up, we play four on four every day. We playing 
scout team every day. Like, so I'm, I'm working too, like lifting, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not to, it's not ratting, but some, some vets don't lift and all yeah. this stuff. So they, you know, they just play, they just hoop. So it's, yeah. it's a lot. I'm not complaining at all. So I just want to take a few weeks off mm-hmm. mentally and physically kind of reset. Decompress. Yeah. yeah. Kind of think lot. about, I just yeah. told my boy, I kind of want to think about how I really want to attack the summer. So I just kind of want to come at peace with that. Yeah. Have and, a game plan. Strict game. Not even, I, I think I know what I want to do, but just okay. like, let me meditate on it. Let me really just yeah. immerse in it so I can mm-hmm. hit the ground running, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah, it's time for sure. to. For sure, for so. sure. So, this is a big summer for you. A couple people hit me up on Instagram because I asked them, like, if they got questions for you, ask some questions. There was one guy, he's actually my friend. He lives in Delaware. He was like, what's. I know rookies, they got to, like, carry weird-looking book bags and stuff like that. Did you have to do anything like, like that? They, any rookie type of stuff? We didn't really have to do anything for Phoenix because I was older than most of them. Or half. Six or seven yeah. of my teammates. Okay, okay, okay. We were okay, the okay, second okay. youngest team in the NBA. And the two vets I had, Jared Dudley and Tyson Chandler, they didn't, they wasn't. Yeah. Okay, they chilling, yeah. Like, they Brandon Knight was my, yeah. like, best friend on the team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Alan Williams, so, like. Oh, you good. Okay, because you know, you sometimes you see the, the little rookies, they dancing yeah. and all that. I would, I would get good. cards for like the, the car games, Blu ray games. Yeah, and that's yeah. about it. That's like, about it. Oh, that's good. No, nah, they show love. But even on the Pacers, they really didn't make nobody do, do that. The vets. Because we didn't have no no vets with no egos like that. Right. Okay, so, good, good. Yeah. Another question How was it playing with Devin Booker and now Victor Oladipo? I know he mm-hmm. just recently got injured, but how is it? Those two dynamic players, how is it playing with them and against them in practice, I guess? Um, they're two definitely different players, mm-hmm. um, but both great in their own aspects. Um, they do share that they both want to be great. They want to win. They don't like losing. One thing about Book, he is a competitor. He don't, I think that's what makes him so good. Not, yeah. not, he's skilled. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very crazy skilled. skilled but yeah. There's not few people I've seen. I mean, many people that I, I've seen that kind of compete to low E. He wants to compete. Yeah, he want to win. Yeah. Um, and and Vic is is like a leader with his. Like Book is still learning how to lead because he's only twenty two. Yeah, yeah, you know? young, very still young. Still young, still um, learning. Um, despite how good he is, and mm-hmm. Vic is a little more mature, like leading by example, trying to you know put the team on the back. It's kind of the heartbeat of the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but both, like I said, extremely good players, and and Vic is doing well. I just talked to Vic. Um, like a week ago, that's good. It came to our game, and that's very good um, to hear. I look forward to like uh, spending some time with him in Miami this summer. Um, just trying to be encouraging to him, you know, as somebody that's going through a knee injury yeah. or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but he'll be back and better, you know. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so have you um been starstruck at any point, like you at in, like? <laughs> you ever just think like, like he coming from Miami? Like you ever like when you was guarding LeBron? Like I know you was locked in, but did you think like, like yo, that's LeBron? Like, no. or were you just too locked in? After the game, did you think about it? I still, I still, I still tell people like my favorite player is LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still my favorite player. But bro. at like, that time, it's business. But it's, it's like it's a different level of like it's more respect than like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. More respect. Okay, um, I see. But no, nah, I don't get like that. Larry uh, Larry Bird is like our president. Or mm-hmm. Used to be our president yeah. at Indiana. Like mm-hmm. when I saw him, I was like, "That's probably the one starstruck." Yeah. Person. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's Larry That's Larry Bird. Yeah, the legend. But yeah. like as Boston. far as current players, not really. 
like that's you, you, I can't I can't afford to be yeah you locked in on I agree right now you know yeah. I gotta yeah. be you I'm gonna go move right now I understand yeah. yeah 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 I understand a hundred percent so you're our first interview and probably one of maybe two people in the NBA that we probably will have right. um so a question I have won't, won't count pockets over here what's one of the biggest purchases or the most meaningful purchases you made since you've been in the league. Uh, Seems like you're pretty smart with your finances. If you ask me, you got a good head on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're serious uh, about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, you ain't probably balling out of control. I can't uh, say um, I haven't, like, bought my my parents a house or anything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm fortunate enough to have parents that, like, uh, don't want nothing for me but my mm-hmm. success. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, maybe just uh, helping my brother be able to go to school or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Um, That's good. Education is definitely yeah, key. Yeah, like, so. uh, he a freshman this year. And okay. Just extremely proud of him. And, uh, you know, it, it could it could kind of be tough, I can imagine, you know, being a brother of an NBA player, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, sometimes, especially when you don't really hoop or anything like mm-hmm. that, like, even though he can hoop, but yeah. uh, he don't play in college or anything. But I want him to know I don't care nothing about that. I'd rather see you in school, like, make mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, exactly, exactly. Um, but you ain't I, treat I, yourself to nothing? Like, nothing to say? Nothing, like, crazy. Like, nothing crazy, just regular? No, no, mm, not okay. really. Nothing, like... Extravagant. I like the dressing. Yeah. Like the, the, yeah so, so. But nothing, like, no big purchases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not nah. really. Nah, nah. Just, just, the, just what I need. I mean, family more so. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm cool. Yeah, just, smart. I'm, I'm still trying to make it. You know, so. right? Exactly. So you don't want to go crazy right now. Yeah, still got work to do. Yes, work. When I start, when I, when I get a house and stuff, then I start. You know. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. 100. Yeah, percent Own that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. I'm trying to do it right. I ain't <laughs> yeah, gonna lie to y'all. Y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. 100. percent Y'all see my house. <laughs> So that work he was talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, 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 ownership. Of Always course. dream to have a big, big family, big right. house. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, that's smart. All right, so we don't want to keep you too much longer, but um, we're in the NBA playoffs. Who you think is coming out the East and the West? If you had to pick, uh, that's tough. I'm, a, I'm gonna say this right now. I did. I respect the Warriors. I just right. dislike Warrior hater. Beep, beep. Right. I just dislike how it all went down, but. I'm picking Portland and I'm picking the Bucks. That's my Portland picks. to come out. Yeah, Portland. Wow. They're going to beat. They're going to beat Denver. I like Portland over Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. Dame is. I feel like on another level this Dame year. Dame and so, CJ. Yeah, I like Portland to win though. I think, but I think I got the Nuggets in seven. I don't seven. have the Bucks. I got the, the Nuggets in seven. Yes. I can see that. Like, don't get me wrong. Nuggets are. Mm. They proved me wrong first series, yeah. so I thought, yeah. I thought what's the name was going to win. Spurs. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought the Spurs had it, so I'm even going to lie. Um, I didn't realize how good and skilled Joker was. Yeah, he's he been, t- <laughs> been, been a fan of his. Don't yeah, they've been yeah. talking about I've him a lot, a, but yeah. then you got to, when you really watch him. When you him, watch the games, yeah, he's like, I ain't never seen it. I ain't never watched the game. He got a good game. feel for He's young, yeah. too. He got but yeah, you always see the, the stats, like, Damn near triple double everything. Yeah, and it's it's kind of shocking to see in this type of game that right. a big man is is right. playing he and he's pass. productive. Right, it's not that he's, he's just not athletic or yeah. nothing. No, <laughs> you know, he, he barely no. Nah, he below he, the run player. Yeah, and I see. Shoot. I don't think I saw a dunk from him. Yeah, nah, he real skilled though. He's skilled yeah, in the yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. Good I footwork. Honestly, like uh, my fault. I mean, no, you me. good. Mm. You good. Um, my like fault. Boston. I like Boston to come out. Yeah. I mean, they they did a very good job with us, and I don't even think they were playing their best basketball yet. 
Um, yeah, we um, yeah, I just I think Boston. Um, we who knows what team they'll have next year. So right. I think if, if if they can do it now, now this is the time, time to do it. it. Yeah, and agree. then on the west side, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to see. Uh, Healthy Rockets team with a healthy yeah. what's the name? Let's and it's see. always seemed like it's that's not the case. Last year, who Chris right. Paul was hurt. This year, Harden don't seem like he could see. Did you see the pictures? His eyes yeah, are his like eyes red. Crazy. Like it's like we want the Rockets to go home and be healthy, but it's unfortunate that James, it don't look like James Harden is going to be a hundred percent. So yeah. it's just like, what do you do? I got the Warriors coming out the West, and I got Boston coming out the East, and I have Boston winning the finals in seven. You heard it here first. Kyrie, Kyrie on a different level. He he gonna get back to the finals without yeah. LeBron. He's gonna feel some type of way. He gonna show out. He been on a different level. Though. I played against him in high school. <laughs> you always gonna root for Jersey. Always played against him in high school. Gave his third. Yeah. I was at that I was game. A, I was at King, wasn't it? Yeah. So I watched it. I forgot. I went. I already know how that go. But um, we do a segment on here every, at the end of every episode. It's called the Get Right segment, where we try to give people. A little inspiration, motivation mm-hmm. on just life in general, or it can be towards sports, but we just try to keep it general to life. Right. Like, so last week I gave and I said, like, don't stop comparing yourself to other people. You, oh, you your own person. Like, just I feel be like your, that's what it is right be now. Be your own it's person. Been a year. Stop looking at other people's success. Stop mm-hmm. looking at people on Instagram because Instagram is a highlight reel. Right. Like. You don't yeah. see what people go through behind the scene. Mm-hmm. So that was mine last week. Like, just right. don't compare yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Be your own person, and you have your own journey and your Correct. own lane. So just do what you got to do and just live with the results. So Correct. we asked you, like, what can you give to anybody out there that's listening, like, some motivation or inspiration, like, about anything? Um, There's a lot of young kids in the Ewan and Trenton area. Like, what would you say to them, like, a young kid that's, like, putting his foot best foot forward and trying to just get to that next level? And it's hard. What would uh, fuel you to keep pushing? Because I know it was hard. Um, something I kind of live by is uh, dreams don't work unless you do. Mm-hmm. So, I like um, that. I like that. If you're really passionate about something, man, it don't matter what it is. For me, it's basketball. Like, mm-hmm. this is... Even when I'm done playing, I want to work in the league office or the NBPA. Like, mm-hmm. I got to give back to this game. This game is like, I'm more than a basketball player. I always yeah. tell people that, like, so much more. But this game has been a part of my life and mm-hmm. provided so mm-hmm. many opportunities, especially yep. over the last, like, 10 years. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been just as flat out, wouldn't happen without basketball. Right. So, Correct. I got to give back. But whatever your passion is and whatever your dream is, it's not going to work unless you, you work on it. You put time into that craft, and you're only going to get out of it as much as you put in. Right. Like, uh, and I think, uh, I don't know, that's important to just think about every so often. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's but like you said, though, man, stop stop comparing yourself <laughs> yeah. to other people. You you can aspire to have or something. Mm-hmm. something yeah. Like, that's something I want. You kind of model yourself after something. Yeah. Or you know what they want. You see what they have. Don't. Worry about how they right. got it, what time they got it. That's, yeah, that's their path. Season. Yeah, that's, that's their season. Big. Correct. Absolutely. You gotta, you gotta, yep. gotta wait your turn. That's a major key, like Fab said. But right. Yeah, gotta wait your turn. With this podcast, we talk about it all the time. Like, we just starting up a lot of podcasts out there who got way more listeners, way right. more followers. Right. But we gotta stay on our path. We right. just starting. 
we, we may start with 20 people listening. Right. Then next one may be 40. That's that's yeah, something right there. Foundation, man. Correct. That's all Absolutely. This. So that's Absolutely. what we try to tell our people. Like, just stop, stop worrying about other people and just do you. Right. Basically, just right. do you, and and live with the results. Like I said. It's, it's, it matters what you do. It, it's cool to aspire, like you said, but just do you, put the work in, and just live with the results. Correct. That's all that matters. Because you don't want to have no regrets because you're trying to follow somebody else's story or somebody else's right. journey that wasn't written for you. Right. We all, three of us are sitting, we all have different journeys, and they all have been written for us already. So if I try to follow Devon's or Devon's try to follow, it's not going to work because that's not written for us. It's not for us. You right. get what I'm saying? And um, I probably would say today, self-assurance. You have to be sure... Uh, what you want to do with your life. So uh, confidence is one own ability. You have mm-hmm. to be confident in what you do. If you're not confident in what you do, how can you ask somebody for somebody's opinion of what you do? So if you want to start a business, a podcast, or even Devon, he's in the NBA, he's confident in what he does, and he lets everything else fall into place. And that's what you got to do. You can't be trying to think of, oh, what do I do here? No, you just follow the path, and everything's going to going to follow along. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do X, Y, and Z. Devon's follow. Focus on basketball right now. Mm-hmm. His agent handle everything else. So he good. You get in the gym, you work out, you get time to yourself, all that. You just got to worry about yourself. And if you're confident in yourself, then ask people. Then you ask for people's opinion. But if you're not confident in what you're doing, don't ask for nobody's opinion because you're not going to be happy with what they say if you're not confident in what you do. You get what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. you feel me? I ain't <laughs> preaching. I ain't preaching. You just got to be confident in what you do. I'm just saying. Like, like Devon know he work hard in the gym if and he confident in that. If he asks his trainer how he did and the trainer say something he don't like, it's fine because he know what he did. Right. You get what I'm saying? So be mindful, be a hundred percent sure of what you do, and then ask for people's opinions and people's input. But if you're not confident in it, don't ask for nobody's opinion because you're not gonna like what they say because you're really not confident in it. And I had this happen to me. So that's okay. what I'm saying. Like I, hear I, you. I hear the past. You see me, I'm, I had it, I said something, I'm like, mm. I was taken aback by the person's response. Because I wasn't too sure about it. You get what I'm saying? So be 100% sure with anything you do, whether it's basketball, whether it's podcasts, whether it's a clothing line. Be 100% what you do and, and live with the results. No regrets. And not to backtrack, but another question I had. I don't know if you know him. He was like, ask him who his favorite black unknown artist is. The paintbrush kind. Do you know what I'm talking about? So he said... Who's his favorite young black unknown artist? Like the, rap? The paintbrush kind. Of, like, so art. Like, art. Oh, art. Oh, uh, Oh, like art. Okay. It might be uh, my man that did a, uh, did a uh, little uh, poster. For, I mean, did a uh, painting for me. Is that who you're talking about? His, his name is Kendo Art. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. shout out to you, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to family. He okay. Definitely, he definitely shout did out. A, uh, That's dope. He definitely did a nice... Uh, a painting of a picture I had on uh, the rookie photo shoot. Okay. Dope. Yeah, I got to hang dope. that up, too. I got that in my place in Phoenix. I'm going to, eat to Phoenix to get my stuff in a couple of weeks. I'm definitely going <laughs> to gonna put that up in my uh, next spot and uh, shout you out, Brody. But uh, shout out he to always show love. He always That's show dope. love. For That's sure. dope. That's really Man, dope. Davon, we yeah. want to thank you again. Thank you so much. Our bro. very first interview. We appreciate you. have always been a playmaker, but you're officially a playmaker on oh, the yeah. Playmaker team podcast. Playmaker, Continue man. to change the game, bro. Yes, sir. Just I change just the game. Just... I'm, Re- I'm Reggie Coleman. Nikita Monroe Thomas. Davon, appreciate y'all, man. Davon, we'll right here. catch y'all next week. Peace. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.